What is up, Pre-Med Starts? Dr. Dale, the author of How to Raise a Doctor and the author of Pre-Med Mondays. Both books are available on Amazon.com, so make sure you grab your copy there. And of course, you're listening to the Pre-Med Mondays Mentoring Podcast. Very, very, very excited about this week's topic. We're talking about how to spend your summers. Trust me, this is one of the key things you want to get down right. This really propelled me forward as a pre-medical student, and I've watched so many other students master this art of how to spend your summer, and that's opened great doors for them. Check it out. Happy, happy Monday, pre-med start. Going to be another absolutely amazing week. It's going to be a great week. I'm really excited about this week, and I believe you're going to have a great week too. But the deal is you have to start off the week believing you're going to have a great week. I'll tell you, I do this podcast every Monday. I'm excited now. You know, before I did the podcast, I was, I was already excited. So I'm, I'm somebody who I wake up ready to go up. I mean, ready to get up, ready to do some work, ready to get into things that really I'm passionate about, ready to get into things I'm excited about. I'm excited to wake up and go see patients. I'm excited to wake up and work on pre-med star. I'm excited to wake up and work on another book, work on uh, black men and white coats, which I do work on my nonprofit, work on all sorts of stuff. Right. So I'm really excited about the week to have the opportunity to connect with people, to form relationships, to impact people's lives and to serve. It's exciting. So when I wake up and I say happy, happy Monday, I really mean it. So I had that excitement before, but since I started this podcast and just knowing that every Monday I get a chance to connect with you guys, I'm even that much more excited. So I hope you guys are excited about the weekend. You know, as we're starting off a new year, I hope you're really excited about the year. Last year, you know, maybe some things didn't go your way. You might have some ups or downs. Maybe you applied to medical school, didn't get in. Maybe you lost a loved one, maybe a relationship, something went, you know, bad in a relationship. But you know, that's the past. There's things things you want to focus on. And you don't want to focus on the past. You want to be excited about the week to come, excited about the day to come, the year to come. That's how you want to view your life. Okay, be excited for what is to come. So happy, happy Monday. Go to work, go to school, tell somebody else that, okay? All right, now, you know, last week we gave out a lot of MCAT courses. Um, and I was very glad about that. And you guys know I announced it on the podcast and some of you guys took advantage of it. So I'm very, uh, to those of you guys who got it, Justine, Nicole, um, give out to a few other people. We're very, very excited about that. So congratulations to you guys. And thank you guys for engaging with Pre-Med Mondays. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for, for you know, doing things that are going to positively impact your future and doing the right things, right? So I might be biased because it's my podcast, but I believe listening to this podcast is the right thing for you guys to be doing. As you you guys who got the MCAT course, you guys were blessed. But even beyond that, of course, the wisdom that we drop here for you guys is something that's difficult to come by. So congrats to those guys who won the MCAT courses. Everybody else, you know, stay tuned, stay involved. There's, we do things like that from time to time. But, you know, the courses and stuff, those are great. But really the jewel of this is the knowledge you guys are getting, the mentorship you guys are getting. So I hope you guys are taking advantage. Okay, before we get into this week's topic, let me remind you about prehealthmarket.com affordable services for pre-health students. So if you're a pre-medical student getting ready to apply to medical school, whether it's you need help writing your personal statement, proofreading your personal statement, strategizing how you're going to study for MCAT mock interviews, whatever you need as on your pre-medical journey as you get ready for medical school, you can find that on the pre-health market for very affordable prices. As I always say, just skip a couple cups of coffee at Starbucks and you can afford these services at the pre-health market. We're talking as low as $20 so everybody has a fair shot 
of getting to medical school and getting some really great expert advice. Definitely check it out, www.prehealthmarket.com. Let me get into this week's topic, all right? So we're going to be talking about five ways to spend your summer. And in your Pre-Med Mondays book, the hard copy book, we're on page 100. And my goodness, it's amazing for me to think we're already on week 30. I feel like we just started this podcast, but we're already on week 30, over halfway through this book. And I got to think about what I'm going to do after I get through week 52. So if you guys have any ideas, shoot me a message on Pre-Med Star and let me know if you want me to keep going. Let me know what you want me to do, because my initial plan when I started the podcast was just to stop after 52 weeks, get through the book, make sure you guys have this stuff out there so you guys can listen to it whenever you want. But... um. I don't know. I get a lot of great feedback. So you guys just let me know after I finish week 52, what should I do? Keep going, switch it up a little bit. Let me know what you think. All right. So five ways to spend your summers. Again, we're on page 100 in the hard copy book of pre Mondays. So, you know, summers are super valuable. And honestly, I do think these, this is one of the things that really pushed me forward. So I'm, I don't know how to say this and not sound like I'm bragging with it, but I was a pretty good pre student. I did very well as a pre-medical student on, on all fronts. The MCAT was not my best. I'll be honest. MCAT wasn't my best, but my other fronts were so strong that the MCAT was easily overshadowed. I didn't do bad on MCAT. I just didn't score as high as everything else kind of lined up for me. So the fact that I did so good on all fronts, that really propelled me. One of those big fronts, which people I think get a little bit more now, but back then I don't think students appreciated this nearly as much as summers, you know, is how to spend your summers, right? So this really projected me in the future and i'll tell you how i spent my summer so my first summer i did um research at md anderson cancer center and that's that was the number one cancer center in the world it still might be it's either that or usually like sloan kettering or something so it was number one cancer center in the world when i applied and when i did the program i remember i applied after my freshman and everybody said oh don't apply it's, it's difficult for freshmen to get into these programs and sometimes it is difficult to get into some of these programs and some programs don't even accept freshmen but, you know, like, how oh, don't apply is going to be so hard. Well, I applied and I was like one of the few freshmen in the program. But the key is I applied and I didn't let people deter me from applying. So I went there and because I did that, I got a great summer experience. And the next year I came back as a sophomore. And I was able to go present my research at all these conferences, which you barely saw any sophomores because most sophomores didn't have solid research that they had done yet. So that was a great benefit. And the fact that I got into that program, that set the stage for me to get into other programs and get other opportunities and you know throughout college i would get awards and things like that and a lot of that stuff was based on the fact that i had done i think that first summer program kind of set the stage for me all right so after the after my sophomore year i did um it used to be called smep now it's called um shep s-h-e-p it's a program that double double amc puts on and essentially the program tries to help diversify the field of medicine so give people exposure to the field of medicine so um, definitely check that out. And by the way, so application for the SHEP program is open right now. And it closes, I think, February 15th. I actually had a call with the leaders of it. Was that yesterday I had a call? Two days ago. Actually, on Friday. So on Friday, I had a call with the leaders who run the program. And that application closes. So I want to make sure you guys actually know that. All right. So go to the program. It's a double AMC program. Um, the SHEP, or I think that's how they most people pronounce it and apply for it. Great program. So I did that. It used to be called SMEP when I did it. I did that after my my sophomore year in college and Yale used to be a site. So I did it at Yale. Great experience. I mean, just phenomenal experience. Like it was, I don't think it was like a hundred or something of us students there from all over the country, bunch of smart, brilliant young guys and gals. 
and we got exposure to a variety of things. We took classes, we took, um, we did shadowing, we did, we went on trips, we got a chance to go to conferences. It was just a phenomenal experience overall. And from that, you know, I learned so much, I gained so much from it. And again, I set the stage for my future. And I'll tell you, a lot of people I did that program with now are doctors. And I mean, a lot of us are doctors. I don't know what percentage of it, but a, a very large percentage of us who did that are doctors. And it's funny. So when I came from my fellowship to Dallas, it was probably like five or six of the people who did that program with me. We were all down here at the same time. So it was cool kind of getting a chance to reunite for a training after we met like, you know, 10 years prior to that. And a lot of us were still friends to this day. After my third summer, so after junior year, I did research at Harvard. So they had a summer research program. So I did that at Harvard. And again, that was another great experience. I had the opportunity to do great work, great research, first and foremost, but to be exposed to to other people, to, um, you know, like-minded people who are trying to do research. And I was considered an MD-PhD at that point in time and got the chance to meet lifelong friends again. And, and of course, it doesn't hurt to have things like Yale and Harvard on your, your um, resume CV. Even if you don't actually go to those schools, you get to experience the culture, the institution is very beneficial. And so that was my third summer. After my fourth summer, so I'm after fourth year, senior year, I'd already gotten to medical school and everything. So um, that was great. And I continue. I needed to become, I wanted to stay at my medical school, University of Missouri, which is where I did undergrad. So because I stayed there and I was out of state, but I wanted to stay there for medical school, um, I wanted to become in-state. In order for me to do that, I had to finish out a summer there. So I stayed there and I did research there. Uh, yeah, I continue to do my research there. Um, and, you know, I know that probably don't listen to my podcast, but my research mentor through our undergrad, he actually just died last, um, the last week of December. So prayers up to his family, prayers up for friends, condolences. But he just died at a very young age. Um, so I was very, that hurt me a lot. But anyway, so I continue to do research with him. And then I worked in the office, um, did some work in the office there. So I got paid and all sorts of things. And by the way, these all these summer programs I'm talking about, I got paid for them, right? I got paid good money for them. So so definitely keep that in mind too. It's not like you're just doing a program. These are like jobs, right? You're getting paid to do stuff too. Um, So those that's what I do in my summers. So after that last summer, I ended up becoming in-state and I was able to stay at Missouri for in-state tuition. So those are my summers. Now, Five ways you can spend your summers. Number one, shadow a physician. That is very important. You have to shadow a physician to, to get into medicine. You just have to do it. And, and even if you didn't have to do it, you still should do it because you want to get exposure to the field before you decide to jump full into the field. So if you want to be a medical doctor, get that exposure. And in the summertime, that is your opportunity to do it. So what does that mean for you? That means that much in advance of summer, you need to be thinking about this and you need to start preparing, start reaching out to doctors and start getting ready to be able to shadow physicians. And in the book, you notice I write, not only does this expose you to the medical field, but it's also a wonderful opportunity to gain mentorship, right? So what you mean to these physicians, these other clinicians, say, say you might show want to shadow a PA too or a nurse or something. Mentorship, this is mentorship, right? Number two is summer school, okay? So, you know, people think about summer school and they think, okay, yeah, I got to repeat a course or something. Well, some schools not just about repeating courses, right? You can also use it to get ahead. Granted, you might not want to be taking your organic chemistry and things like that in summer school because some 
admissions committees might look and say, well, why did he take that, he or she take that in the summer as opposed to taking it at their institution during the actual year? Some people might raise an eyebrow at that. But, you know, for some other courses, it might be a great way for you to knock out some credits to kind of get ahead to lighten your fall semester schedule uh, so you can do something else, work more research, whatever you want to do. But just consider summer school as a way to also advance yourself. And if you do need to retake a class, summer school is the time to do it, okay? But the key is you need to really focus while you're there in summer school. Do really good. Knock it out, right? So take advantage of that time. Knock it out. Number three, summer enrichment program. That's what I just mentioned to you that I did. So it's like the SMEP program I did, and there's tons of different types of programs like that. It's not just them, right? So summer enrichment programs. And, you know, you can get paid a nice little stipend. You get to broaden your exposure. You get to meet other people. And they really focus on things that will help you develop and prepare for medical school. So when I say summer enrichment program, again, what these are, these are programs that expose you to the field of medicine, and they do a variety of different things. You might take summer school classes. You might go to shadowing programs. You might even have some research. They do a variety of things to help prepare you and expose you and enrich you as an individual who's pursuing a career in the field of medicine, okay? Number four, study abroad. I did, um, let me flip back actually. So I did a podcast on this a few weeks ago. It was week number 27. So go back and listen to week 27's podcast. It was study abroad. And that's something you might want to consider doing. Great opportunities there. Yeah, to meet new people, experience new culture, to broaden your your fund of knowledge, your you know, your biases. And I'm not saying that in like a negative way, but we all have biases, right? And some of these, you know, some of these programs will really change your life. So definitely consider spending the summer studying abroad. It won't really affect your your fall and winter semester, right? So it's not like you're leaving during the that coursework time you'd be doing in the summertime. So definitely check it out. And there are a lot of programs to do this as well. So you can just you know, Google them, and on pre-med stars, a lot of a lot of students have actually done these programs. So definitely go check them out. And number five, research internship. Again, I told you I did one at MD Anderson Cancer Center. I did one at Harvard, and actually, even when I was in medical school after my first summer in medical school, I did one at Mayo Clinic. So I mean, these are things that you should really take advantage of. And the research ones to me were so great because they really gave me an opportunity to see if I wanted to consider the MD PhD program. Um, and again, somebody who did a lot of research, I was really strongly considering the MD-PhD program. Uh, it just ended up not being what I wanted to do. But these summer research programs were kind of a big part of me saying, man, this is letting me fill this out. Is research for me or not? And you got paid. Those programs, I got paid very well. So in my mind, you know, you could you can still do this. But in my mind, I thought, why would I go back to my high school job working at a grocery store, bagging groceries? If I can get paid just as much, if not more money, doing some of these summer research gigs and I get to do science, they look great on my resume. You know, that that was my thought process. So definitely consider that. And, you know, there's a lot of other great jobs you can do. I'll tell you, in the summertime, these people come walking around door to door. And there's I met this one college kid who made like thirty thousand dollars in the summer. And what he's doing is he's selling pests. Um, you know, like pest defense. It was a pest defense company. So they come door to door in neighborhoods and you're trying to sign you up to use your services. They made a lot of money. So you can do something like that too. That's There's nothing intrinsically wrong with that. It's not directly related to science, but there's a lot you can that can be gained from that in terms of your leadership, right? So you can easily, easily, when you apply to medical school, 
make that sound like a valuable experience because it's a very valuable experience. Okay. So consider those things. And if you want, you know, make a lot of money, things of that sort, consider those things. No matter what you do, really, you can pull value out of it. But these five things I mentioned, some of them, these are like things that are focused and can really help you direct laser like focus on your path to medicine. That's why I bring these ones up specifically. Not to mention, I did a lot of them and they were very, very valuable in my journey to become a medical doctor. And I'm a medical doctor today, so I can't go back and look and say these weren't valuable because they worked, right? That's why I recommend these types of things. If you have any questions, you know, definitely reach out to me because some of my programs are things that I think a lot of pre-meds really miss out on. I hate when I talk to a pre-med and you tell me they're not doing anything in the summer. I think it's, it's you know, so it's a missed opportunity. All right. So my challenge to you this week is to make a list of 10 summer opportunities. Yes, 10. 10, one, zero. That sounds like a lot, but they're all over the place. You can find them. 10 summer opportunities that you're interested in. And you need to know this early because, like I said, a lot of these applications are going to start closing now. So the um, the SHEP program, that's about to start closing next month. And some of them probably applications for summer stuff may have already closed. I'm not sure. But you have to be doing these summer applications looking this by right now. Over your winter break, you should be looking at it, figuring out what you want to apply to and getting your applications done, okay? All right, so that's the application. Make a list of 10 summer opportunities and find the dates that you need to find your, your deadlines. When do you have to apply to them by? Okay. All right, guys, you have any questions? You know where to find me. I am on premedstar.com. Actually, before I do that here, I do, I'm looking at my book and on page um 103, there's a quote. I put a few quotes in the book. So let me read it to you now, just in case if I miss it for next week. The quote is, try not to become a person of success but rather a person of value by Albert Einstein. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. That quote is by Albert Einstein. All right, next week, week 31, we'll be talking about five tips to create an amazing curriculum vitae. So amazing CV. In other words, five tips for you guys to make an amazing pre-med start profile. And a lot of you guys already have amazing pre-med start profiles. Um, I don't know if I'll do this now, but maybe next week I'll shout out a few of you guys who have excellent profiles that way. The listeners can go look at your profiles and and get an example as to how to lay it out really good and really set yourself up for success. All right. So have any questions, hit me up on premedstar.com. Happy, happy Monday again. It's going to be a great week and a great year for you guys. I love you and just have a great week. Bye.